0: Wait, what did I say the first time? You've been recording? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Hi everyone, it's Jenny. And I'm Emily. And we're back with another episode on Chismeando con las Comadres. Yeah, so this episode
1: I think we came up with a theme that we're both... um, ready to discuss but it could be a little hard at some point so just bear with us but today what topic are we going to be covering jenny
0: we are going to be talking about mental health mm-hmm. yeah do, <laughs> do you so, want to like yeah yeah so the overall,
1: <laughs> the overall theme is mental health but i think what we're going to be getting into is like our own mental health journeys and how that's panned out for us and also like um how it can be difficult to be um a latina or a first generation individual and navigating those spaces without really like having someone tell you kind of what to do or how to do it which is mm. kind of like the overall theme of what we discuss anyway <laughs> yeah. um, Or just
0: even being like a person <laughs> you know yeah i know that's a dude but like because i feel like a lot of there's a lot of like stigma Mm -hmm. still you know like around like mental health and like mental illness and you know therapy and all of that and i know both of us like emily said we have like our own stories so i think that's what we wanted to talk about today hopefully we don't cry yeah i guess or like if we do i mean that's perfectly fine but we're just kind of like diving in we don't really have like a I guess, a roadmap. Yeah. So we'll see how this episode goes. But I mean, I hope you guys like it.
1: Yeah. And another thing we wanted to like just, you know, give a quick shout out to is that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so this is our first podcast episode of May. And so we did want to bring light to what some of our peers would be facing and also a little bit of our journey because it hasn't been an easy one, but it's been a rewarding one. And so, yeah, like Jenny said, (laughs) we don't necessarily have a roadmap, but uh, we're about to figure it out. So, yeah. um, how should we start?
0: I don't know. Um, should we start with, like, our own stories or? I think really quickly we can get
1: this out of the way. Me and Jenny see the same therapist.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so if you're listening, you know, um,
1: and you know, us. <laughs> we love you. Uh, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. You've made us such better people. Um, yes. But. We go to the same therapist through our school, which has been such a major help because we haven't had to go through other avenues, I think. Mm -hmm, Like, we've been able to just be on campus and, like, go to her. And, like, now with all the coronavirus stuff going on...
0: We can still see her. We can still see her. And
1: our meetings with her are
0: regular. Yeah. And And that's, like... Sorry to interrupt, but I think that's another thing if you're a college student and you don't know where to start, I feel like because it can be a lot... It can be overwhelming, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're already going I guess through it and then to you know, try to find someone yeah. and see I know like insurance and all of this other stuff. Um so if you're a college student, I highly recommend you go to your own health center mm-hmm. on your campus. Um, because it's free. It should be free mm-hmm. because you pay for it. Um and if you don't like it, you know, then you can like look elsewhere or if yeah. you do like it you can continue mm-hmm. at least as long as you Go there. Right.
1: And even if your campus doesn't have one, I mean, you can always like. There's resources. There's resources, exactly. And so that's kind of something that we want to have come across because we know how it feels to like be going through it and then you need to meet with someone and then you're already like behind the ball and you're like, oh shit, now I have to wait a month to go in to see somebody and my problems are right now. Mm -hmm. And so my biggest thing is like, even if you feel like there's nothing wrong with you, like therapy is like a godsend like Mm -hmm. even when you're having a good week because i know i've seen my therapist and she's like so what's going on and i'm like i don't have anything to complain about and she's like you don't have to always come in here and complain like Mm -hmm. the conversation with like a therapist and i that's what i really like about mine and jenny's is that it tends to be very like free-flowing where she's just like and how do you feel today and like we end up getting into like really good conversations but it's just like You don't always have to have a reason to go to therapy like therapy is like self-improvement and Mm self-investment and you don't always have to be like in the dumps or in the worst part of your life to seek out that therapy. Mm -hmm,
0: Yeah, And if you're also not ready, you know, that's also like, okay. I mean, I think I think people like know when it's time. To seek a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know that like resources are always there and therapy is really, really good. I mean, at least it's helped both of us, mm-hmm. especially in this last year, which has been like super hectic and now with the whole virus and everything. Um, so, yeah. So should we like start telling, I guess, our own or? Yeah, I, I mean, we can.
1: <laughs> do you want to start or do you want me to go?
0: Um, I can start. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, um. so, where do I start? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I think, um, okay, so, I, I started, I guess, dealing with, like, mental health and all of that junior year of high school. Um, it was a very rough year for me, just because I think it was, like, I mean, if you've, if you've are if you're in college you know how hard like junior year is i think just because like sat's and like college applications and like just added stress i feel like there's stress coming from every single like area in your life um so that's kind of like what was happening with me and then i unfortunately lost my grandpa junior year as well um it was in october so it was like early on in like junior year so and it was also the first like Lo- it wasn't the first loss in my family, but it was the first loss that really affected me. And I didn't really know how to, I guess, process my grief. And I didn't know, like, who to talk to or what to do. Um. So it was really, really difficult for me. And then I just kind of, like, lost my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost my shit. Um. I don't want to say... I mean, at the time... <clears throat> I didn't think I was depressed, but now now at this age, like, I look back and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I definitely... I was never diagnosed, so I think that's why I also never wanted to say, oh, I had depression, because I think that's another thing, too. I feel like oftentimes people will say, oh, I'm depressed or something, and it's like, maybe you're not, or maybe you are, like, you don't know mm-hmm. for certain. So, but now looking back, I definitely was. I mean, I would... I strayed away from, like, my friends. I... That whole year is a blur to me. I remember I would get home and I would just fall asleep. I would wake up, I would eat, do my homework, and go back to bed. That's all I would do. Um, There was... I mean, there was also, like, suicidal thoughts. Um, But, I mean, we're better now, thankfully. Um, It was a very dark place to be at. And I think to... And also at such a young age. Um and i didn't talk to anyone about it like i didn't talk to my parents like because i think i mean i don't know if like you can relate but um i think being like first generation and seeing like the struggles that your parents went through it's kind of like oh my god like i'm literally like here wanting to like end my life over nothing when my parents literally didn't have anything like growing mm-hmm. up they were poor and i'm here struggling with what mm-hmm. So I think I w- that I was also... You were, like, reducing your own experience. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I was, like, struggling with that. And I remember it was one of, like, my lowest, like, days. And at the time, like, Tumblr was very popular. And I remember <laughs> I had, like, a Tumblr and everything. And it was, like, late at night, too. And I heard this recording. And the recording, basically, it was this girl. And she was saying, okay, like, this is what's going to happen if you decide to end your life. And the girl was saying, like, your mom is going to, you know, be depressed. Your your dad's not going to know how to deal with it. Your best friend. Like, kind of, like, giving you the rundown of things. And that's when it just kind of, like, hit me. And, like, something just clicked in me where it was, like, I can't do this to the people I love. You know, and I think that's where I kind of, like, pulled myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, I can't do this to my mom. I can't do this to my brothers. I can't do this to my dad. I can't do this to my friends. Like, I can't leave them. Mm-hmm. So, that was the first time I had to, like, deal with, you know, that. And then, like, obviously, I got better. Everything got better. And then, I want to say, was it last year? I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. So, um, I went to a community college, and then I transferred to a four-year. And the transition was hard because I was, for the first time, living on my own. Um, I didn't really... Have friends, I had like two friends for the most time. I was like alone, so it was really hard and then I started dealing with just the other stuff you know like low self esteem and it was just a lot for me and once again, I saw myself like going down the same tunnel mm-hmm. um but this time it was different because I started drinking, so I started drinking and it, that I used that as a distraction. I remember I would go out every weekend and I would party and It was fun because I was friends and I would be like, oh, no, it's just drinking with friends, you know, like we're Mm -hmm. just partying. Like, that's what we do at our age. Mm -hmm. But then I took a step back and it was like, I'm using this as an outlet to, you know, avoid what I'm avoid. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Avoid what I'm feeling. And I saw like I started feeling the same things. I started thinking those same thoughts that I did when I was like 17 and I started getting like scared. Mm -hmm. So I remember I never really I. So when I was in high school, I never told my parents I went through that. And then when I was going through it again in college, I didn't tell them. Mm -hmm. I just kind of told my mom, hey, like, I was like, hey, like in the TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing? (laughs) I was like, hey, um, I think I want to, you know, go see a therapist. And I don't know why I didn't think of going to a therapist like on campus Mm -hmm. because I was a transfer. So I think I wasn't I didn't. Yes, they tell you about all the resources, but i mean i'm new to the campus Mm -hmm. i'm scared i'm shy Mm -hmm. all of these things so my mom was like we were going to mexico in the summer so i was kind of losing my shit spring semester um and my mom's like oh like let me talk to your aunt in mexico since we're going in the summer maybe she can set something up because my mom my aunt knew therapist over Mm -hmm. there and my mom's like if you like it try it out and then when you when we come back you can like find someone here here. Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah okay but things just like got worse like it they were really really bad like i remember like i would go to work and i would just like i would have to hold back the tears because and it wasn't anything in particular i was just feeling so sad so down um i was tired all the time and i think a lot of the times i would say i'm tired but that would mean i'm sad Mm -hmm. but i didn't want to say i'm sad Mm because i don't want to scare anyone so i'd just be like i'm just tired i i stopped having motivation to do anything i would just be home stopped going out and so then we go to mexico and the first day there i feel extremely like overwhelmed like i just remember like because all my family like they always go and pick us up from the airport you know i only see them like once a year Mm -hmm. so we go to my aunt's house and we're all sitting there and we're all talking and then they start like I forgot what they said but they were kind of saying like oh my god Jenny like you're doing amazing like giving me all this like praise yeah praise Mm -hmm. and I just I lost my shit I started crying like bawling and like my mom's like what's wrong and I was just like I just like I can't do it so then that same day luckily my aunt was able to get me to a therapist and I went and I saw her and I remember the first thing she told me was I sat down and she was just like because, like, I am I mean, I'm always smiling, I'm always laughing, and she was like, oh my God, like, you look so happy, like, you know, and I just bawled, like, uh-huh. I could not stop crying, uh-huh. and she was, like, her, the look on her face completely changed, like, she was just like, uh-huh. like, oh my God, so I only went to her, like, three times, because, I mean, I was only there for three weeks, so I went there once a week, Um, but it really, in those three weeks, I feel like, in those three sessions, I feel like I learned so much, and I came back feeling so much better, and it. You al- learned
1: so much about yourself, or about like therapy in itself.
0: I think both, because it was the first time I went to therapy, mm-hmm. and I learned so much about myself too, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my god, I need to continue this. Mm-hmm. Like I need to keep going, and it just it it almost felt like a, a weight had been lifting off my shoulders, mm-hmm. and it felt like, I was finally like able to breathe, because before that like. I was, again, having those same thoughts. Right. And I was just like, I don't want to do this to myself. Like, like, I kept telling myself, like, I don't want to do this. But, like, my brain wasn't, like... Understanding the message. Yeah, exactly. So, it was really good. And then we came back. And I was, like, a completely different person. I remember the first things... The first thing that one of my friends told me when he saw me was, like, you look happy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we were... We were out with friends and he told me that. And I was just like... Like, it hit me because I was like, oh my god. Like, I hadn't been happy for, like, a while. Mm -hmm. So, for someone to finally tell me, like, you know, you look like yourself. You look happy. You look in a better place. Like, it just... It felt better. So, then I didn't... So, that was in the summer. And then fall semester, I didn't go to therapy. Because I think I started therapy this spring semester. Mm -hmm. So... But then I was I told myself okay I need to start looking for someone. But things were going good where I felt like I didn't really need it. Um, but then at the beginning of the year I, I feel like I was overworking myself, and I was like okay no I need to go see someone because if I don't I don't want to fall back into mm-hmm. that hole. So I started therapy again in spring semester which is a semester and I've been going ever since and I truly think that i like it's helped me so much Yeah. and it's helped me you know like process different things cuz i mean with our therapist i like you can just like you could just talk to them about anything you yeah. know like some days i just talk about my life right now and other times we dig into like mm-hmm. stuff from the past and i'm able to like understand yeah like why i do certain things or why i mm-hmm. act a certain way so yeah so that's like kind of like my story with yeah
1: and i've seen the change in you too like especially um like with the conversation that you and your therapist had about relationships (laughs) and then you came to me and you were like you know sometimes i like preemptively judge like the relationship that you're in and out of Mm -hmm. and i think it's because of like my past and all this stuff and we just had like a whole conversation about it and i just feel like in that moment i saw so much growth in you from just like that one conversation and so
0: yeah and i feel like i mean i don't know this may just be me too i'm not saying like everyone's like Mm -hmm. session is gonna be the same but i always come out feeling like different yeah and i feel like okay now i understand why i do this or now i understand like why i act like this Mm -hmm. like let's move forward and not do those same mistakes right um so i think it also helps me just to like acknowledge it yeah and it just feels so good to like tell someone else Mm -hmm. that doesn't really like Know, know the situation th- exactly mm-hmm. so they can give me like their honest like, yeah opinion and
1: i think another thing like just to note really quickly is like if you feel like your therapist that like the initial therapist you go see doesn't fit you like feel free to test them out like these people are there to like literally help you that if you mm-hmm. feel like you can't open up to a therapist or like um that one, let's say for some reason you like just don't connect you can mm-hmm. feel free to like connect with someone else and i know mine and jenny's therapist is um a latina and yeah. so that to me also makes it easier to, like, talk to her because I know during one of our sessions I was talking to her about, like, how my dad is very Central American and, like, very traditional. And she was like, girl, I get it. And so it's just, like, that, like, understanding that makes it so much easier to, like, communicate yeah. with her. And I'm graduating and so is Jenny. So yeah. we're losing our therapist, <laughs> but we've we've grown a lot with her. So yeah. I'm thankful for her and just, like, what
0: we've learned what we've learned in our time and I feel like we've grown so much in just Mm -hmm. this semester yeah where it's like and now like and I think before even starting therapy because I remember my I think I don't know if it was like my mom or my dad they even told me like why do you need to go to therapy Mm -hmm. you know because automatically they thought like yes I was going through shit but they didn't know that Uh so I was just like I just want to you know like talk and I think a lot of parents automatically assume the worst you know like they think oh my god like what's going on in your Mm -hmm. life and a lot of the times nothing has to be going on yeah you just want to talk to someone you just want to vent to someone that doesn't really like that can just like sit there and listen yeah you know because a lot of the times i feel like we just need to vent and we don't want an opinion we don't want someone to tell us what to do Mm -hmm. we just want them to listen yeah and now i tell like everyone i know i'm like you need to go to therapy and not in a bad way like Uh i'm saying like you should go to therapy you Uh know like try it out and all of this stuff and it's almost like, I mean, I've never been embarrassed to say I'm in therapy, but I feel like with my parents, it was something like, I kind of had to be like, okay, like, I I need it, mm-hmm. and I want it, and this is something that, like, I know is going to help me, and now I would just be like, oh, like, especially now that we're stuck in at home, mm-hmm. I will just be like, oh, mom, like, I'm going to go to your room because I have a therapy session. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And now it's just something, like, normal, and yeah. I think that's how it should be. yeah um, But yeah, but that's kind of like my story Your yeah kind of like shorten yeah up. i feel like it was so long but yeah kind of like... no
1: but for real like and this is gonna sound super cheesy but i thank you for like being vulnerable enough to like yeah. share it on a podcast cause yeah like, and not i'm I haven't it.
0: cried and that's another thing too that i've learned you know vulnerability is not something bad because uh-huh. i feel like that's something i personally had to deal with mm-hmm. a lot you know because i i mean for the people that know me they know that for a while, I feel like I pull, I put up a wall mm-hmm. where I was like, I can't show that I'm weak. I can't mm-hmm. show that I cry. I can't mm-hmm. show all of this. Like, I have to be tough all the time. Yeah. And it's not like that. And that's something I learned through therapy, you know, like mm-hmm. being vulnerable, you know, being affectionate, showing love, like, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would be able to say that or show that or do that if it wasn't for therapy because any other time if I would have to talk about my problems I'd automatically cry. Yeah. And right now like I'm not crying. Yeah. I get that. Well. So, your turn. My story
1: <laughs> starts a lot earlier. Um and if I do cry, I'm sorry. I I'm not like Jenny. I'm a I can't control my emotions. <laughs> um so my journey um probably started when I was like in 4th grade. I think 4th or 5th grade. Um My parents are still together, but at the time they were, like, going through some stuff. And so they had, like, unofficially separated. And it was just, like, crazy times. And um, my mom had put me and my sisters in therapy on our own. And if I'm being honest, I don't really, like, recollect, like, the conversations or anything. But I do remember being, like, so sad. Like, just so sad. And thinking, like... Because
0: you were in therapy or just because of the situation? Because
1: of the situation. Because I also felt, like... Everyone's emotions were running high, okay. and um, I was the youngest, but I was also like not the and not the least paid attention to because that's not true. But like, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be in anyone's way, and so I felt like okay, like clearly all this shit is going down with my parents. And I just kind of want to like be even keeled and like not Mm -hmm. cause a scene. And so I would go to therapy and like she would ask me like questions. I mean, I was young. And so I'd be like, no, I'm fine. Like I really don't notice what's going on. And of course I noticed what's going on. Like I noticed like my mom, you know, being fearful of like what was going to happen. And like um, us leaving our house like in the middle of the day, like essentially like escaping my dad. And like we left him without telling him and like. Uh, It was just crazy stuff. And like, I remember acting like I didn't know what was going on, but I 100% knew. And then we had moved like we moved from one day to the next to my grandma's house. And my grandma lived eight hours away. And in my whole entire life, I had never moved in my life. And it was just so hard. And I know it was hard on everyone. Like it was hard on my mom, it was hard on my sisters. Um, I'm sure it was hard on my dad. But I felt like, holy shit like I have no idea who I am Mm -hmm. I'm a little ass kid I've never been around my grandma for this long I don't like the heat because we were living in the desert like I just (laughs) felt like my whole freaking life was falling apart and I remember distinctly like my middle sister being like extremely sad and like crying every day and like not wanting to go to school because my mom enrolled us in school and like she literally she went to school like one day like before we moved back and we were there for almost a month like my sister never went to school Mm -hmm. and she was crying and she said that she wanted to go back with my dad and it's just like all of that stuff like culminating and their own like trauma and like all that stuff like it carried a weight on me and I remember being like extremely sad and like I would go to school and I had one friend and he wore these shoes that had kangaroos on on him (laughs) and that's the only thing that I remember about this kid (laughs) but I would cry in the beginning of the mornings because my mom would take me to school and when my mom would leave me I would cry because in my mind, I was like, holy shit, like, what if, like, and it, I'm not blaming my mom, but, like, what if she leaves me, too? Like, yeah. you know, that was my thought process. And so I was like, oh, my God, like, what if she doesn't come back and get me? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to be stuck here. Like, that yeah. was my fear. And so they end up getting back together. And so, you know, it was almost like they put a patch on everything and, like, okay, everything's good. Like, nobody yeah. even... Kind of like
0: that picture of, like, the two rocks... Or, like, the wall. It's, like, the wall. Yeah. And they just put, like, the band-aid it. Yeah, over. and that's yeah. exactly
1: how it was. It was, like, oh, like, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember my parents, like, brushing it off. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, the issue before was that I think my dad has always had, like, untreated depression. And, like, didn't know how to cope. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my mom came back and made, like they both made these promises to, like, go to therapy and all this stuff, and then they never followed through. And I feel like that trickled down to me and my siblings, where it was, mm-hmm. like, we're seeing all this shit happen, and, like, no one's taking care of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no one's making sure that, like, there's open communication, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, in my house, if, like, you felt something, you were, like... And it's not by any fault of my parents. I feel like they were yeah. doing the best that they could. But, like, just don't bring it up. Like, they're already dealing with their own shit. Just mm-hmm. don't bring it up. And then... um, so all this stuff is happening, whatever. And then fast forward to uh, my senior year of high school. And I don't think I was ever, like, how would I say it? Like, happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was, like, living life and, like, being yeah. a kid. But I don't think Just I was ever, like, emotions. exactly. Like, I don't think I was ever, like, like a happy kid. Even mm-hmm. though I was, like, a joker and, like, I'd run around like a chicken with my head cut off. I don't think I ever, like, enjoyed what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get to my senior year. And I was, like, <sighs> this is so lame I was like so in love with this kid and we were dating for like a really long time and I had made up in my head that we were like gonna get married and all this stuff and then he broke up with me how dare he how dare he right um and so he broke up with me and that just like broke my heart because I was like oh my god someone else is leaving me like Mm. and so we broke up and I struggled with that I'm not even gonna lie like it was so hard for me to process that and, like, process that pain. And I know it was just high school. Like, now looking back, I'm like, that's so dumb. But, like, it was my reality at the time. And, like, I lost so much weight. Like, I lost, like, 30 pounds my senior year. Like, within, like, two months. Like, I would not eat. And in that same time, like, I was going through, like, my own, like, mental health struggles. Like, Jenny was saying, like, I was applying to colleges. I had a counselor tell me not to even apply because I wasn't going to get in. So then I had this, like super big fear that i wasn't going to get into any college that i applied to and so that was weighing heavy on me and my sister had an autoimmune disorder and so that's also weighing heavy on me and it's just like all this stuff was going on and then i'm like reaching this point where like i don't know what to do and so um at one point um i did try to take my own life um i swallowed a bunch of pills um and so my mom rushed me to the hospital and um thankfully you know i'm still here uh but they called in a i can't remember honestly because it was so traumatic like i don't know what the hell i was doing um but they called in a doctor and i don't know i can't remember if they like pumped my stomach or not i truly can't remember but i remember they brought in like this psychiatrist at like three in the morning and i remember her walking in and just being like this lady's an angel like it's so freaking early and she's here just to see me and she walked in. I still remember her name. I owe my life to her. And she walked in and she asked me how I was doing. And I was just crying like uncontrollably. And, um, she was like, it's okay. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Like, it's, it's okay. Don't worry. Like, if this is what you needed to like, you know, express your emotions and you needed someone to pay attention to, you. like, it's okay. And I was just crying my eyes out. And my mom was there because anyone that knows my mom, my mom is like with me on everything. Um, And so then the next day I went to her office and we had like a follow up and she was my psychiatrist through the end of my senior year. And she just like, I swear to God, this lady built me back up. Like, even though she wasn't a therapist, like she would just hear me out and like hear me cry and like um, just be there for me. And you could tell like she wanted what was best for me and she wasn't she didn't have like the uh, like the back trauma that my parents had or she didn't. She had like all the skills in place to be able to help me and um, so I I every day I think of this lady like I thank her so much and um, she was the first person that put me like on um, antidepressant medication and she told me I was depressed and I was like oh like I mean I'm a kid I didn't know what that meant so I was like okay I'm like whatever and so I went about my life and then um, at some point I just felt like I grew out of it like okay I'm over it moving on And then I came to college. And so college was a hard transition. But um, like Jenny said, sometimes you don't know your resources. And so I just, like, coped a lot with, like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say I coped with food. But, like, I coped with, like, isolating. Almost, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to put myself out there because I don't want to, like, jeopardize anything. Yeah, I don't want to bother anyone. Or I don't want to – I have a very, like, intense issue with, like, people leaving me. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, I don't want to, like – bring someone in and then someone like dip for me and it's not even like like a romantic relationship it could be like a friendship but I'm like once I let you in my space you're in my space like you're you ain't ever leaving me (laughs) and (laughs) so literally, yeah (laughs) so um we really were and so (laughs) like I never sought therapy like um I did on and off but like everyone I went to just wasn't a fit um I had this one lady um, tell me that I wasn't, like, sad enough. Um, Yeah, I know. Fucking like uh, but And I want to just go back, and I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but I did have, um when I was in high school, all this stuff was going on, and my grandma ended up having to move out of my parents' house because my mom wanted to, like, prioritize me, which made me feel even more like shit because my grandma was, like, all right or die, like me and my yeah. sisters. And then I had a, a cousin message me, Sorry, I'm going so back, but I had a cousin message me, a cousin that's like significantly older than me. And she messaged me and was like, your mom said you're depressed, but you don't even look sad. And she said something like, if you were, if you were so sad, why wouldn't you commit suicide? And I remember like straight up, remember this day, like the back of my hand and I got off the bus and I went to the restroom and I was crying like at my parents' house and I was home alone. And I was like, okay, you have two decisions. You either call your mom and you tell her or you show her that you're sad Mm -hmm. and that was like my thought process and i was like down for it like i'ma show her like who is who is this person to be doubting like my sadness and um like i was still in the restroom and my mom called me and um i started telling my mom and i was crying and i feel like that phone call was like a lifesaver because Mm -hmm. like Should she not have called me? I don't know, like, what would have happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that just goes to show, like, words mean a lot. And you don't know what someone's going through just because they don't look sad. And, like, I wasn't close to this cousin. This cousin didn't live in the same town as me. All this stuff. But, like, simply based on, like, what she had seen of me or, like, had seen of me on social media and shit like that, she assumed that I wasn't sad. And it was...
0: And a lot of people do do that. Yeah. It's so shitty. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's so shitty. And not only that, it's, like you don't know someone's struggle like you don't know if someone's like dealing with this pain on their own like just how you said like you never told your parents like what you were going through Mm -hmm. and imagine like if someone would have said that and your parents never even knew and your parents don't know like why you took your own life you know like in my situation i was i was lucky enough to be able to communicate with my mom like i'm so sad like Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do but imagine if i didn't have that outlet imagine if my mom wouldn't have called me you know like there's so many things that like should not should it not have worked out the way it did like technically the blood would be on that person's hands mm-hmm. because they didn't they didn't realize what they were yeah. doing you know um and so then fast forward again to like now um in october i got diagnosed with depression like actually diagnosed um and so that was just a relief cuz i feel like i'm very hard on myself like i almost don't let myself enjoy things cuz i feel like you know things should be going a different way and um I had gone to see a psychiatrist and he was like oh no girl you're, you're like severely depressed and he was like you need to like let yourself be human like you hold yourself to this standard that like you're never gonna reach because like you're just never gonna reach it you need to be like honest with yourself you're human you make mistakes you like you fuck up you get yourself back up like it's normal and I remember this man telling me I was also in a very bad place at this time and he told me he was like you know we may not get um a, uh, a home run this time around and he was like but we're gonna figure out how to help you and he was like you just have to trust me that I'm gonna figure out how to help you and I was like okay and he was like if that means like getting you a different therapist if that means getting you different medication if that means finding you a different psychiatrist even if it's not me we're gonna get you a home run at some point cause you deserve it and he's like you've been up to bat several times and no one's followed through with you mm-hmm. and I just that mm-hmm. man also like key to chef's my heart kiss. chef's kiss like so sweet. Just people in mental health are just, like, godsend. Like, they put their own emotions and their own feelings aside to be able to help you. And so then I started going to therapy at our campus or at our school. And the first time I went in to see her therapist, um, I was going through a breakup. And I cried. Like, I went to this lady's office and I just cried. And I was like, I'm by myself. Like, I don't know what to do. Da, 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 da. And she there's one thing that I remember that she said and she was like you're not by yourself you have you and you have to remember that you're your most valuable asset and it just like oh my god I cried like and I had gone to because I work on campus too and so I had already gone like ready to go to work and I had to go back home and like take my makeup off and come to work because I was just like a freaking mess like I walked to the parking lot with like mascara running down my eyes um but it just goes to show like having those outlets is so important because you never know like what like dark tunnel like Jenny said you can go down and like you have no idea like the thoughts that people are thinking in their head and you can't think those thoughts for someone else you can't be like okay yeah maybe I was joking that you should commit suicide you shouldn't take it seriously but what if I did or like um you don't know if like that day I'm having like a bad day or like Mm -hmm. I see I see depression as like almost like the only thing I have to compare it to is like an autoimmune disorder because me and my sister have one but I see it as like a flare like you go through these ebbs and flows and like I actually saw this um this like graphic the other day and it was like just because I have a bad day doesn't mean that tomorrow's not going to be a good day and the day after that's going to be a good day and the day after that's going to be a bad day like I have to honor my progress and I feel like that's how I feel like if I'm sad Like I let myself be sad and I used Mm -hmm. to not let myself do that. And I would, Mm -hmm. it would make my depression even worse because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not coping. Mm -hmm. And like the other day I had such a bad depressive day and I just stayed in bed all day. Like I got up to eat lunch and that was it. And I was talking to my roommate. She's like, if you want to stay in bed all day, like that's totally fine. Like no one's judging you. It's okay. Like if you want to cry in bed all day, Mm -hmm. cry in bed all day. I was like, girl, shut up because I'm about (laughs) to, but it's just like, sometimes like the world knocks you on your ass. For no reason or your own brain knocks you on your ass and you have to like respect that. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard to like do so. But it's also so important. And I think that Jenny always gets on my ass, too, because I'm a workaholic, (laughs) like hardcore workaholic. And I think that sometimes when I'm working like and Jenny will point it out, I forget to take care of myself. And she's Mm -hmm. like, stop, because then then things get bad for you. Like not that she'll point it out, but she's like, then you struggle like with your mental health because you're not taking care of yourself. I'm like shut up, bitch. But she's right. <laughs> like so many times, I overwork myself and I don't even realize that. Like, oh today I was sad. Oh shit. And then yeah. it like knocks me down on my ass for like mm-hmm. a coup de- like five days. And so it's also like I really appreciate my friendship with Jenny because we have that ability to be like, bitch. Like you're going through it right now. Yeah. Like you know. And like one time I I um I canceled my appointment with my therapist so I could go to work. And Jenny yelled at me. I was, was so like, mad. <laughs> and she was like, Why would you do that? You had an appointment. Like, you could skip work for an hour. Like, why would you do that? And she was like, You're supposed to be taking care of yourself and all this shit. And she like yelled at me. And I was like, Okay, dude, it was like once. She was like, well, don't do it again, and like all this stuff. And she's like, We have our last semester and you're giving up appointments. And I was like, No, but she has a point. <laughs> but she has a point, like you have to put yourself first in situations and it's Mm -hmm. it's very difficult but i think in taking care of your mental health you're making yourself so much more of an ally to everyone else Mm -hmm. and like my biggest thing is i love to take care of people but i can't take care of you if i'm not taking care of myself
0: exactly and
1: that's like the most important thing to me is like i was always giving everyone my cup to fill up theirs but Mm -hmm. my cup was only half full you know yeah And it's, like, I have to make sure my cup is full before I can even pour any Mm -hmm. of myself into you.
0: Yeah. For me, like, I know you said kind of, like, when you're sad. Or, wait. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Like, when you said, um, not that you don't feel your sadness, but kind of, like, oh, my God. I literally, like... I forgot. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But basically what I was going to say is kind of like I'm the opposite of like what you said. Mm -hmm. This is making no sense. But I'm going somewhere. I promise. (laughs) Um, For me, it's more like I feel like I need to be happy all the time. And Mm. if I'm not happy. Uh Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Uh And I think I dealt with that for a while because after... I went to therapy in Mexico. Like I was like I kept telling myself, I need to be happy, you know, like mm-hmm. if I'm not happy, like what's mm-hmm. wrong? Like I need to find the source of my sadness right now uh-huh. because if I don't, I'm going to lose my shit. Uh-huh. And it's like, no girl, like that's so odd because I'm like, so
1: different. Like yeah. I'm in my mind I'm a doomsday prepper. I'm like, okay, if I'm happy today, that means some shit's coming. Uh Like, something is coming that's going to ruin this high that I'm on Uh or whatever, whatever. And even my therapist is like, you cannot think like that. Like, you cannot make yourself wait for the other shoe to drop. Like, what Mm -hmm. if you're happy and you're having a happy, like, two years, Mm -hmm. but because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, you're not enjoying enjoying those two years.
0: No, and I'm the complete opposite. Like, I'm like, I need to be happy. If I'm not happy, like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And so, like. I I did talk to my therapist about it and everything and now it's kind of like okay you know take each day day by day for what it is you know for Mm -hmm. what it is like and you don't always have to be happy yeah like I know a lot of people like aim for that and I think that's I mean I'm only talking for myself but I think that was like my ultimate mission like going into therapy Mm -hmm. that like I need to go and because I'm sad right now and I need to go and therapy is going to make me happy and I, like, in my head, I was like, okay, app happy equals happiness. Mm -hmm. So, if... Wait, that I literally said the same thing. Happy equals happiness. (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) This whole day... (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Pause. Pause on this mental health stuff. This whole day, I've been, like...
1: (laughs) Making no sense. Making no (laughs)
0: sense. She's been in isolation too long. Forgive me. Yeah, I... I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to talk. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what I was trying to say is if I'm not happy, that means, like, my life is shitty or something. Mm. You know, like, happiness is, like, the ultimate goal. If you're not happy, that means something's wrong. right? And that's not the case, you know. Like, you don't always have to be happy. Sometimes you can just be like, oh, whatever. You can have, like, an off day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or not even, like, an off day. Like, you can just feel...
1: Just you can feel. feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like
0: let yourself feel. And I think that's what I struggled with a lot. And um, a lot of the times you don't even have to go to therapy because you're struggling. I mean, I remember my first day of therapy on campus was the day after Kobe Bryant died. Oh, pues. And I went into... It's not funny. It's not funny. It, it, we're not laughing at Kobe Bryant. That was really sad. Um, We're laughing at the fact that I went into therapy and the first thing like my therapist was like so how are you doing you know like she was trying to like get to know me kind of like see okay is she good is she Mm -hmm. like you know and I remember just telling her like Kobe died Uh I just said Kobe died and I was crying Mm -hmm. like cry and she was just looking at me like okay but like what's wrong with you you Uh know like do you need help Uh and I'm just like Kobe died Uh like it's kobe yeah. and then to talk like his daughter and everyone else mm-hmm. in like that helicopter that passed away and so it's just i'm not laughing at the situation the situation i'm laughing at your experience at okay. my experience. experience my okay. first experience because okay. like i literally went in perfectly like my emotion like how do i explain it my mental health was good uh-huh. but like i was just so sad the world around you was yes like, exactly okay. And so, I mean, you can just go to therapy for. Anything.
1: You can go to therapy for like anything, like
0: literally anything. Yeah, like, and I think that's so. What's so great about it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't know. Yeah, I think another thing
1: that a lot of people don't know is that there's therapists of color. Like, um, yeah, there are people that you can go to that look like you. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to go to someone that's all like uppity or like the best of the best. Like, you yeah. know, like. You can... There's literally, like, websites that you can log on to and be like, okay, I want to find a therapist that looks like this or Mm. that is of this demographic.
0: And I think that's why you and I have the same therapist, too, because I was one of the first things that, like, they put all the therapists, like, on the website, Mm -hmm. and, like, we just automatically saw her, Mm -hmm. and we were like... And we didn't even talk about this either. Like, Like, I (laughs) knew Jenny
1: was going to therapy, uh and she knew I was already in therapy, but we had never, like, talked about our therapist. Like, who's your therapist therapist or none Uh Exactly. And then... um. She told me and our other friend like, oh, I'm going to therapy and I'm going to therapy with this lady. And then it turns out that the three of us have the same therapist (laughs) and we've all started going to her at different times. Uh But we all went to her or at least I can only speak for myself. I went to her based off the recommendation of my boss, who is a man of color and based Mm -hmm. off the fact that she looked like me. And I feel like that in itself has made the transition into therapy so easy because... It sounds so dumb, but I feel like I can trust her. Like, you can trust your therapist. But, like, I feel like she's going to know what I'm talking about. And I don't have to, exactly. Like, I don't have to code switch with her. And be like, yeah, my dad, like, my dad
0: fled a civil war. And then get these, like, awkward,
1: these awkward looks. And, like, oh, no. You know, like, I just want her to sit there and listen, you know. And so.
0: Yeah, because I remember this one time I was talking about, like. I think it was, like, my relationship with my dad or something. mm -hmm. And I was just, like, it's just. I forgot, I don't know if I said it was, I didn't say it was hard, I was like, I think at times it's just, like, a lot, mm-hmm. and she just looked at me, and she was just, like, I know what you mean, mm-hmm. and that was it, like, I didn't have to say anything else, yeah. like, I didn't have to, like, further explain myself, like, she just Understood got it, it. Mm-hmm. and it felt so good, you know, that I'm yeah. just, like, okay, like, I'm not the only one that, like, goes through this, mm-hmm. you know, there's other people, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, yeah, there's a therapist out, out there for you, Yeah, like. And, like, like my
1: psychiatrist told me, like, if you don't get a home run the first time, like, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, mm-hmm. he told me that in terms of, like, my depression and stuff like that. But it applies to, like, so many things in mental health. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a one-size-fits-all. And it's, like, you need to find what works for you. And if that looks different than what works for me and Jenny, like, we're only telling you our experience because we know it's so hard to, like, almost, like, break into it because you feel like. How do I even start? Where do I mm-hmm. even go? Like, am I yeah. even sad? Like, am I just making yeah. the shit up? And I
0: think that's another big thing, too, like, within, like, our community. Like, mm-hmm. kind of thinking, like, am I even sad? Yeah. Or like, Or, like, how I felt, like, why am I even yeah. sad? Like, and you start comparing your hardships to, like, your parents' hardships, mm-hmm. and you're, like, they're nothing. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that, like, I know my mom, like, struggles with, kind of, like, Because she would tell us before, like before I started therapy, like she would kind of be like or before I even shared, because at one point I did end up sharing, you know, like when I was 17, I wanted to take my life. Mm -hmm. And um, she I think from that moment, she kind of like began to, you know, like understand a little bit more Mm -hmm. because she would always be like and I'm not saying it like that she was trying to be mean. I'm just saying that this is what a lot of parents like think, you know, like she was like oh, but why are you guys even sad? Like, you have parents. You have a roof over your head. You have food. You have friends. You Mm -hmm. don't have to work. You're not poor. You have... She was like, you have all these things. She was like, I didn't have anything. She was like, I didn't have a dad. She was like, my roof was leaking. I was Uh poor. I didn't have any... I I wasn't sure if I was going to eat the next day. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of parents. You know, like, they're kind of like... We went through so much shit. Like, how can you just be sad just because you're sad? And like now thankfully you know she's like understanding coming around around, Mm -hmm. you know like and now like i explained to her things and now we're seeing more eye to eye on this yeah um but i think it is hard you know to kind of like start that conversation or even say it yeah um and be like hey like i'm going to therapy or or even or sometimes you don't even have to tell your parents but i think once we go back to like In our community, I feel like we tell our parents everything. Yeah. That it's kind of like, if you don't tell them something, like, you almost feel guilty that you're not telling them. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. But, I mean, don't be embarrassed to seek help. You know, Don't, don't be afraid. I think that's the main thing. Don't be afraid. And if you need it and you know you need it, like, seek help. Yeah. You know, because I know a lot of the times, like, I would go to my friends and I would tell them of things that I would, like, deal with. And I love them and they would listen and everything, but I mean, like, it's not the same Mm -hmm. because they don't, a lot of the times I feel like they just wouldn't know what to say, you know, or they wouldn't, like, connect the dots, like how therapists do, like, they'll be like, oh, well, you said you feel like this and last time you said this, so there's something there that, Mm -hmm. like, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's another thing, too, is, like, um, there's this quote that I've seen. And that I love because it's, like, low-key shady. But it's also true. And it's, like, people in therapy are usually in therapy because of people who refuse to go to therapy.
0: Oh, I've heard that. Uh-huh.
1: And it's, like, that is Very, so true. Yes. Yeah, like, and I love my dad. Do not get me wrong. Like, love this man. Cherish the girl this man walks on. But, like, if there's anyone I- I've ever met that needs therapy, it's for sure my father. Like, through and through, that man needs therapy. Like, and he's just similar to, like, how Jenny was saying, like, I didn't have anything growing up. Mm-hmm. What possibly could you be, like, suffering through? If we were in my país, like, mm-hmm. things would be X, Y, and Z, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't even have time to complain. And all this shit. And, like, I remember, too, like, because I would have, like, severe panic attacks. Like, hardcore. And my parents, being the typical, like, Latino parents that they are, if I was, like, having a panic attack, they'd follow me around. Like, "Get tienes? What's wrong? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, leave me alone. leave me alone. And, like, my parents would, like, follow me to my room or, like, follow me to wherever I was going. So, at some point, I would just, like, get desperate and, like, leave their house and, like, yeah. go walking. Mm-hmm. And then, but because my parents were, like, helicopter parents, like, you couldn't walk anywhere without them. Yeah. And, like, we lived in the country, so it's also, like, kind of sketchy. And um, so then my parents would be following me, like, either on foot or in a car. And then my dad would be, like, ¿Por qué es así? Like, eres loca. And, like, calling me crazy and all this stuff. And I'm, like, dude... I'm literally just trying to, like, relax and y'all bitches keep following me. Yeah, like, let me be. And it was only until, like, one time I told my dad, like, and I had this conversation with my dad by myself, and I was like, you know, sometimes when I say, like, that I want to be alone, I want to be alone. And it's not because, like, I'm mad at you or because anything, I need to take a step back for myself and, like, be okay with whatever I'm going through and then I'll address it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the same way that, like, because my dad's a truck driver. and the same way that my dad used to get so mad, like... And I think, it, again, I think it was his depression. Like, he would, like, not know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. That he would literally just get in his semi and dip. And, like, the same way you would do that shit, that's me. I just yeah. don't have a semi to leave in. <laughs> like, leave me alone. And he was like, oh, no, Chiki's like, I get it when you say it like that, whatever. And I don't think my dad necessarily knows my mental health struggles, like, through and through. But I think he definitely, like, notices when I'm off. Like, my parents yeah. definitely notice when I'm off. And so... Um, I choose to invest in my, in my mental health just so that, you know, I feel at my best so that I can be my best around Mm -hmm. others. Um,
0: but yeah. Yeah. And I think even like, I mean, for me, like at the moment, it's not so much like fixing my mental health anymore. I think now it's like dealing with like childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and like just trauma, like all around that I've lived through. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't want, I guess, to make the same mistakes that my family has made. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, you know, I guess, like, carry these things with me mm-hmm. and then project them onto, yeah. like, either friends or, like, a relationship or, like, future kids well, tra- or something, Yeah, you and know? it's
1: straight up generational trauma. Like, mm-hmm. straight up, like... The things my dad went through, like, in his childhood, I'm never going to feel. Yeah. But I feel that trauma because my dad placed that trauma on us, yeah. you know? And it's, like, we are not only demystifying the conversations of mental health, but we're also making sure to reinvest in ourselves so that when we create a family, that generational trauma ends here. Like, yeah. I don't want my children to be, like, oh, shit, my grandpa had to leave a civil war and that's yeah. why my mom's this way and that's why grandpa yeah. was this way. And did it, like, Almost I would... Like-
0: justifying like yeah know, like...
1: like for me it's like i recognize what you went through and i recognize how that influenced the way that you raised me mm-hmm. but like i can't carry this weight
0: yeah like i refuse to. Uh-huh.
1: into everything i do mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah this is a good i That's feel like a... we're like
1: yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> we're, <like>, we're done <laughs> period
1: <laughs> is there anything else we should discuss
0: i don't th- i think we talked about a lot we did share a lot yeah. Um, and I think one thing that I did want to address too is kind of like what you said about social media, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, show their good mm-hmm. things in social media mm-hmm. and which is great, you know, like, but a lot of the times, like we don't know what people are Dealing actually with. going through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, like important, you know, to not, I guess, judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just you never know like someone can be like tweeting that they're like the happiest you know and Mm -hmm. they really are not like because I remember like at the beginning of this year I was like going through it with like Mm -hmm. just family stuff personal stuff and I didn't really tell anyone I remember I lost my shit too yeah with Emily like (laughs) I was just like I was I I lost it Uh like and um and no one really knew and so I remember my friend telling me we were out like I think it was we were out to dinner and she was just like oh yeah you're doing so good like I see you're tweeting all this stuff all your accomplishments and blah 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 and I was just like sit down cause like (laughs) here's the truth Uh Um, so yeah so I guess just don't don't think you know someone just based off of their social media because a lot of the times people just don't tweet or post or you know say what really is going on through like yeah what's going on in their lives yeah
1: it's a very very small window into someone's life Mm -hmm. and it's not the grand scheme of things and so you know that's something i mean i don't talk to my cousin that told me that like i i refuse but if i did talk to her i think that and if i felt like i was talking to someone that like i could reason with um that's definitely something i'd say and like you don't know what's happening behind closed doors Mm -hmm. and even though i seemed perfectly fine and like i had a lot of shit going for me I also had a lot of shit against me in my own mind. Yeah. And you don't know what you could have caused because you didn't even consider that, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. So I think this is a really good episode. I feel like we're going to say that about all the episodes. I mean, but I think so good. But I
1: think this one was good because we were very, like, vulnerable. Yeah.
0: And I feel like that's hard. Yeah. But then that's another thing, too, that just because we're sharing things on here on this podcast and everything doesn't mean that it's everything it's everything mm-hmm. yeah and i mean there's times that we are going to be like not over sharing uh-huh. but like sharing a lot of our like things and lives experiences mm-hmm. and all of that and other times we're just not even gonna like talk about certain things yeah. um and
1: other times we'll just be on here joking but i think that this yeah. was one that this is a topic that we just kind of naturally came up with yeah. today when we were talking and um I mean, it just seems fitting because it's the first one for the month of May Mm -hmm. and we've both had our own like struggles and our own accomplishments with mental health.
0: And so we kind of just want to like let everyone know, you know, that if you thought that our lives were perfect, they're not. Baby! um, (laughs) At all. Um, And also if you're thinking of, you know, if you're debating on whether or not to go to therapy and you listen to this episode i hope this inspires you and motivates you to go Mm -hmm. um and if you never even thought about going to therapy and now you're like oh maybe i should give it a try you know good for you i'm happy for you i'm cheering you all on um and yeah i think that was uh, like our goal with this yeah with this episode you know Mm -hmm. to like share our things um share what we went through what we're going through to see if like hopefully it motivates someone out there Mm -hmm. um so hopefully we did do that yeah um and we hope that you like this episode
1: yeah give us feedback we'll probably be posting like more stuff like on instagram and stuff so give us feedback once you hear these episodes yeah we're still
0: trying to figure everything out like how to even we're new to the game yeah exactly (laughs) so if this is like a shitty like audio or something we apologize in advance please don't come for our next yeah don't come for our next um we don't have a microphone um so that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, but we're just here to help you and to motivate you guys and and to vent
1: and to yeah, just talk exactly, shit with and each other. Yeah, to
0: vent, to talk shit. <laughs> you know, cuz a lot of the times it's just us two talking shit or having these talks and we kind of want other people to be like able to like join in and exactly. like hear what we're
1: saying and Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: stuff. we can be very surface and then other times we get deep.
0: Yeah. It just depends on our mood because yeah. If we're not feeling it, we're not going to do it. And if we're feeling it, we're going to be like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Let's do it. Exactly. So I hope you guys liked it. And that's it. And that's it. Thank you so, for listening. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If, Like Emily said, give us feedback. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out um if you need help you know and if you feel like you can't talk to anyone like we're here yeah um we'll more, put you in the right yeah we're more than puff. willing to like listen and help you all in any way that we can um and yeah so i guess that's pretty much it yeah so see all you guys right, next see time See you soon bye